Once upon a time, the species of man remembered they were royal, divine creations of God. Then one day, in the garden, Satan offered man an illusion of God's truth in the form of an apple. Fruit bore from a tree of false life, false light, and false knowledge, coming from a false kingdom that he could only trick man into believing was the truth. Knowing that he could not take our free will choice from us, he was forced to create a matrix powered by our life force and driven by our emotionally unstable choices that would become the sole disconnect from our memories, our truth, and the one true God. The result of his action and man's choices left them as voluntary hostages to a hell they never knew they signed up for. So join us in the last hour as we help you walk yourself back out of the hell you were tricked into claiming as home and return to the kingdom of heaven. What up? What's going on, guys? How we doing? I just want to say thank you guys for all the support and the love that you've been sharing on our channel lately. We do truly appreciate it. And we appreciate those of you that actually can comprehend what we're saying. And no, I'm not being a asshole by saying that. <laughs> um, facts are facts. Yeah, it's, it is like what it you is. can get as triggered as you want to about any of it. But the truth is the truth. And it's not going to change to appease your offendability. That's it. If we trigger you, you're welcome. <laughs> like we're fine. We're helping you go within. That's what the whole pur purpose of this entire podcast is about it's about going within knowing yourself becoming aware and purging every demon that you have because we all have them and you're never going to not get rid of them to a until a point to get to a specific point where you're able to control your environment not manipulate it but control it in a sense where you, you maintain a heavenly state nothing ever has to trigger you into going into your lower self it's just everything is just working always amplifying you it's always keeping you on 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 task on keeping you focused on what's supposed to be done which is god's will yeah and you don't have to control any of that whenever you're doing exactly as you're supposed to you know you're gonna here's the thing you're gonna go in a lot of directions in your life trying to figure out what you're supposed to do what's my passion what's my purpose what am i supposed to do you know I'm, I get excited about this thing. Maybe I should go that way. And then when you go that way, you run into a wall and resistance over and over again. And it tries to stop you. But you're like, you know what? I was taught that if I am up against the obstacle, I fight through that obstacle and I just keep going and I make it happen. But, you know, every person that's ever done that on the other side of that obstacle of making it happen, they get a higher level of stress and obstacle and resistance to go through yep. the resistance get gets heavier and heavier and heavier the more that they go and they keep thinking well i must be on the right path because it's fighting really hard to get me to stop <laughs> when the reality is, is that it's trying to steer you in the, the the right direction and you keep just completely living in denial of that and fighting against the wrong one and then suffering the consequences of that path you know and today what we're going to talk about it's it's kind of funny to me because I was sitting here listening to the intro before we started and the diagram that we're going to be going over today literally goes it's it's in line with the intro 
and you know people think that we're talking about religious things and stuff like that but it has nothing to do with what we're talking about what we're talking about is the truth and it just so happens that some of the religions took some of the truth and put it together to compile what they have and you know take you away from your true creator Mm -hmm. instead of bringing you closer to him you, you're getting closer to satan you're getting closer to the lie the illusion they give you enough truth to just to control you just enough, to keep you hooked enough to trick you yep. because the only way that you can be fooled in this world is by not knowing your own soul that's the only way because once you recognize and are familiar with your own soul you know what it feels like then you know exactly what god feels like and you can recognize god yeah so anything that is not vibrating at the same resonant frequency of God or his kingdom is not going to sit well with you. When you know yourself, you're going to question it. You're going to not tolerate it. You're going to step away from it. You're going to remove it from your kingdom. Whereas before then you're going to fall for anything that any man says to you and you're going to run around thinking that you're this or you're that there's a lot of you out there that needs someone else to tell you, you know where I'm going with this, that needs someone else to tell you who you are instead of knowing who you are. You got to, that guru over there needs to tell you, that um, psychic over there needs to tell you, that past life regression person needs to tell you, like somebody somewhere needs to tell you who you are because you still don't know who it is and you're still seeking. So here's the thing, somebody could know that you are seeking and literally manipulate you <laughs> like there could be a psychic out there who who sees right through through you and knows that you're seeking validation and clarification of who you are and they'll just implant something some bullshit yeah. and now you're on this path that they just randomly made i'm not saying that they do that i'm just saying that's how easy it is to do that it's and very it, simple one all you gotta do is plant the seed and your mind goes crazy with people it. people forget about the actors that are in the deep state and how they implant into your life. And it could be somebody you've known 20, 30 years and never even know that they have been acting and suggesting and implanting things into you so that you take actions against yourself unknowingly. You just think that you did it to yourself or you think that you made that choice or that it was your idea or that it was uh, something that you felt called to. But the whole time, if you really pay attention and analyze it, there could have been that person that's been sitting there repeating the same thing over and over and over and over again, and you not even consciously be aware of it because they know how to manipulate your subconscious mind. And if you don't understand these things and you don't know that these people are truly out there, sometimes with you, sometimes without you, but they're truly out there, then you're not going to get the full grasp of what could be done to you. You have to understand too, like some of these people, it's the demons inside of them too, that are also suggesting things that are unconsciously there. The demons are doing it intentionally, but the the demons that the people are inside of, or the people that that have the demons inside of them are unconscious that they're there. So they might be just pulling things out of their head that they don't even know where it's coming from, but they just get it in their head and they have to say it. And that plants a seed in, in the person's mind that's trying to find validation for themselves and they run off with it. Like the best thing I can tell you is to trust nobody, not even your family members, not like, even your own mind. That's yeah. the key. That's it. You're, you're your own worst enemy. And this is the hardest part because then it's like, well, what do I do then? Like, as everything I say, I can't trust myself. Well, 
you have to get to a point of full submission. You have to let go of any outcome and just see the end what result comes to you. Like, yeah, because your mind's the first thing that fucks you. It's the first thing that will tell you this or that, and you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that or whatever it is. But if you just let go and do the things that amplify you that you know are healthy not just go out and do toxic things but like things that you know benefit your vessel benefit your mind benefit your soul like do those things and let go of any expectation let go of who you are because you think that you have to be someone just for somebody else like there was a thing i saw online uh, it was a video uh, a friend of ours shared on his instagram and this this guy was going to this therapist who was depressed who was like a father, a husband, an uncle, or whatever it was. I just know it was like father, husband. And he's like, which the, the therapist asked him, why do you think those, why do you claim those titles? Well, well, because I have to be. Those are things that I, I have to be. Like he, by society standards, he has to be the husband. He has to be the father. And he's like, the, the therapist asked him, well, what are you, who are you without those titles? And he said, I don't know because they all fall into this thing that they don't, people don't even get time for themselves. They're automatically put into the world and they have to just go with what everybody else is doing. So they, they claim these titles that they never even picked. They just did. They picked it unconsciously by their free will choice, but they didn't know they had that, that free will choice. They are ignorant to that. So they, they come into these titles unknowingly and they don't even know who they are. And then some, and people get into these lives where they, yeah, they do become fathers and husbands, but was that alignment? Was that something that they, that was their soul's purpose? Because these people that have these things that other people envy and are jealous of, they're not happy. They're, they're depressed. They're unfulfilled because they are not following their soul's purpose. They went out and did what the world showed them they were supposed to do, not what they felt they were supposed to do. And they get depressed. They get these just disorders. They have to go take medications because they have anxiety or whatever it is. Like all these things that because they didn't follow themselves, they have to fall into the world to help. They think that they have to go into the world to help them fix themselves. So what you need to do is you have to let go of all expectation. That's something that I did in 2018. And I think we talked about this in another podcast where it's just we like have multiple times. I was doing things. I felt I I had to be this person that was constantly in front of people talking and sharing information and showing people how to make money. I felt obligated because other people told me that's what I was good at, told me that that is what's something that you need to do because, Ryan, you're good at you're good at speaking. So if you're good at speaking, you must be good at getting people to do things and influence them to join these companies. I became valuable in a marketplace full of deceivers. So it was just something that I didn't understand. I just went with it because to me it felt easy, but it wasn't me. It wasn't something that I was called to do, or it wasn't something that I, my soul felt right because every single time I'd go into that industry, something collapsed, something fell. I was stressed. I was not happy. And you have to put on this facade as marketers, like everything's perfect, right? Go look at all these fucking Instagram models. Go look at these influencers. Like half of them the are not even happy. On, yeah. More than half of them aren't even happy. They're putting on a facade because it gets them views. It gets them money. They don't want to do it. Like half the, more than, 
more than 50 percent the good chunk I, I don't even want to spit a percentage out there but a lot of people out there are doing all these things that everybody's envious of and wants to do and these people don't even like doing it they're doing it because it gets them money because it gets them attention because it gets them noticed everyone sees them but it's not really them so they have to fake their life and this is why people get upset they get depressed they they, they kill themselves because they're they go so far into the lie they forget who they are they don't even know what where to go because in order to become who they truly are they have to completely purge everything that they've been working years on doing and that's like a suicidal trap that's like a ego suicide like you take the decision to take get rid of your influence get rid of your your following get rid of the attention and you're nothing and that that scares the living hell out of people because it's just nobody wants to just go from something to nothing overnight nobody wants to be looked down upon because when you're at that stage you're kind of obligated to, to to hold up the facade now because you're still worried about what other people think your their their opinions matter more and, and when it happens you'll find out who was real yeah in your reality and who was not how fast do all those people that you think are are really truly there that care about you how fast are they going to fall off because they're no longer there to validate you anymore and they don't care they show you that they don't care yeah like i, I see it all the time like i'm i'm here because of my followers i'm here because of this i'm here because those you're not don't give a fuck no they're you're they're not you're not there because of your followers you're just doing what they've been asking you to do. Like, that's really what it is. If you look at marketing, it's just you finding the market research of what makes people buy things, what gets them hooked, what gets them to watch your content, and you do more of it. Like, as a marketer, that's something I do. If you want to sell a product online, you don't just go and sell a product that you feel called to sell because it makes sense to you and it resonates with you. You literally have to go find a product that's selling. It could be a sex toy. It could be a demonic piece of... I don't know, like a, a candy, it, whatever it is, you find out what it is and you sell more of it because that's what, that's what people are taking in. It's not because you're doing it. It's because that's what they're telling you and you're just amplifying that. So you're not really helping anybody. You're not really helping yourself because you're just, you're just giving more to the demons. You're giving more and then you're saying it's all because of them. And then really, you're not really happy at the end of the day, like most people are not happy. Like, take away the business, take away the followers. What what what's left? What what are they going to do? Take away all your titles too. Take away social media. Like, what do you do? Yo, most people would implode. They would implode. I had when people get stuck with their own self and have to have a conversation with just them in solitude, that's what drives them crazy. That's where they get terrified. Yeah, and they promote it as meditation. They, that concept right there where people have to walk away. They What do they do? Oh, hey, guys, I'm just going to post on my Instagram story that I just did a 15-minute meditation and I wrote three things down that I was grateful for, but I had to tell all my 10 million followers that I did that. Why? You shouldn't have to tell them. You shouldn't have to go out of your way to tell people to escape their reality. Like, that's what I'm saying. Would they even do that if social media wasn't there? Why? These spiritual gurus, these people that are all into the love and light community, for example, like they preach meditation, they preach constantly having these crystals all around them and having these auras and these sages and all this stuff. But like, 
Would they do that if they never had a following? Would they do Would they that consistently if they knew the themselves and they That's knew what I'm saying. Their, the vibration that they're emitting at all times and how it's actually impacting them and affecting them or how they can work with themselves to be the vibration that they think they're getting from that crystal? Yeah. Like, I'm going to have this that, that picture that passed around on social media, this big ass crystal that this girl's standing beside and it's going to clear out all my problems. Yeah, no, that, it's not. That rock, that crystal is going to clear me out. Yeah. Or talking about retrograde is going to do all these different things for you. No, it's not. No, it's not. These are things, these frequencies, every bit of it, it's all tools that you can use. But at the core of it all, you have to get to know who you are. You're never, you're never going to be whole until you do. And the way to do that is solitude, taking a break from social media. Stop talking to everybody. Like it may sound scary because it's like, well, markers would be like, well, how am I going to keep my sales up? Well, how am I going to get my likes, my daily dose of dopamine? How, what am I going to do? Figure it out. Let God show you what to do. He was, when he, when no one's around and you got your own mind, that's when he shows up when you're not being cluttered with distraction, you're not when you're being told to look at this or told to say that or eat that, or it's when he shows up when you have nothing. And it's not just always from being completely taken out of your life, even though we're at that point where everybody needs to have things taken out of their life. Like they, it's the best way. It's the fastest way to get people to wake up. It's harsh facts are facts though. It's the best way to get somebody, somebody to wake up. And it's, nobody wants to go through that. Nobody wants to take that leap and just fucking see how, how it goes. They just want to stay comfortable and wake up their own way, wake up the, their will. It's so funny. Another, I just I saw a commercial on Instagram for, you know, the, the, the movie Samson about this warrior who's got the strength of a god he's got long black hair oh yeah yeah i know what you're talking and about. this like uh i've actually seen it i, I haven't seen the whole thing about something else no i haven't seen it but i just remember and this guy of the church he's like you you were given these abilities to be god's uh vengeance like you are god's vengeance like the man the thing that god will not do himself he gave to you and he's like, and the guy's like, that's God's will. And he's, and Samson's like, but that's not my will. It's too fucking bad, dude. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter what your will is. You're given these abilities for a reason and you have like to look outside yourself. How big, how big of a slap in the face is that? Is like, I was gifted all these amazing qualities, but it's not what I wanted. So fuck you. <laughs> it's like that guy. It's like that guy that like, born white but wants to be korean and and look look the people that <laughs> saw would my say, will the i want to be korean hold on the people that would say that they don't want the gifts that god gave them are the ones that don't know themselves nor the ones that know what they're even saying when they say they don't want it yeah. if you actually knew and comprehended what you were saying the words would never be uttered out of your mouth i'm i myself when i first woke up and realized what God made what tool God made me to be. When you guys I was figure like, that out. I was send like, an email. Yeah. <laughs> send an email when you figure it out. <laughs> it's pretty obvious once you know, right? <laughs> but it's also the cognitive dissonance. Yeah. So it's like, nah. 
No, it couldn't no, be. No. <laughs> but anyway, when I when I first realized who I was and what God created me to be, I fought it. I man, tooth and nail. No, I don't want to be that. No, I already knew what path I was going down and I knew how many people I was going to end up with who wanted to play the role that God created in me to be and who were going to try and steal everything that God brought through my hands and it was just a bunch of bullshit that I saw coming at my feet. And, and not just that, it was such a big job that I was like, uh, God, I'm stupid. <laughs> Why did you choose me? <laughs> I can't even vacuum correctly. Yeah, like, I, seriously, I couldn't just a few years ago, I couldn't even figure out how to turn on a vacuum. I'm not even kidding. And I've, I used to vacuum. Okay. It's not that I don't, I'm I am stupid by by my flesh, but we don't vacuum. I, I don't swept the carpet, carpet for so many years that it was just a nice workout. That I was like, man, fuck the vacuum. So for ten years, I swept the carpets in the whole house. When Dude, I, you should see how much shit comes off of it. Yeah, it's so much better than a vacuum. But anyway, when I finally turned one on, I was like, man, I'm 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 dumb. I I can figure out the whole. I can see the whole universe and every mechanism of God's operating system and what you know, what being is in what realm and all of this, I can do all of those things with ease, but turning on, finding the on switch for this vacuum cleaner stumped me. Where is it? <laughs> I'm done. I give up. <laughs> and the same thing with wearing my shirt backwards for three months and trying to figure out why is this pulling on my neck so much? And then one day I just threw it out and was like, Oh, <laughs> okay. That's why that didn't work. But anyway, when I realized it, because like I said, it was such a big job and I'm doing the job right now as I speak, I was resistant to it. I wanted to live my will. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I didn't want to go through the trials and tribulations of this role. I didn't, I didn't want to have to put in so much work and it's not even putting in the work because really once you at that time that was my thoughts at the time is i don't want to do all that work how am i going to do that that's so big i can't even fathom how that's going to come together now i can fathom it all because now i know i don't have to do it that god's doing it through me and i don't have to do anything but get out of the way that's it that's it and then so anyway i learned to surrender and i learned to put my will to the side not even to the side, just get rid of my will. It's not necessary because when I use my will, I literally suffer it. Yep. And here's the thing. Like, here's an example. When we were, we were putting together everything for the oil, right? And we were going to launch the oil again. This was like my second or third launch with the oil that I make. And we were going to buy these bottles that was like, uh, they're really high quality bottles that they're like UV protected. Yeah. They were perfect for what we were doing and they were really the only ones that we were supposed to be doing for the type of oil that we were making. And previous years before that I had done multiple times where I tried to transfer money to somebody to get them to do something. And I couldn't get the money to go through any time that I was doing it. And I would force my way into having it happen by, you know, because me specifically, my algorithm knows what to stop me from doing, but you can trick the algorithm and make something happen by putting it in somebody else's hands to, cause it's not going to flag in the system. 
Shit. God's system isn't going to flag that transaction. It's going to let it go through. And then you're going to get stuck in whatever stupid thing that you decided to work your way around. Cause I told you I would, I would find every Google. way to get around everything that God was trying to stop me from doing. <laughs> and a lot of people do the same. So anyway, I would send the money over to somebody else's account. And then I'll be like, as soon as I send it to you, because I just know if it's in my name, it's not going to work. So I'd send it to them and instantly the money would go through. Well, when we were doing this oil thing, we, the same thing happened. And I looked at him and I said, this isn't supposed to happen. I've been through this so many times, the same pattern, the same situation where I have to find my way around it and put it in somebody else's hands. And he hadn't seen that yet. He hadn't been through that with me. So yeah, I was like, well, we can do it. Yeah, I've yeah. done it too. I went around <laughs> it and made it work. So he talks me into going against myself because I already knew that I wasn't supposed to. And we sent it over to a friend of ours and then they sent it instantly. Well, at first it didn't work. And then they sent it to another account and then it works. <laughs> and then months and months go by and we don't got our bottles. We, I mean, we close, spent close to a thousand dollars on these bottles and they never showed up. <laughs> so I, I hit too. them back and I was like, uh, you know, it's been like three months and I still don't have any bottles. Have you shipped anything yet? And they were like, no, it's still not shipped. I'm like, okay, well just send me my money back. Cause I don't even want them now. It's been too long. I can just go order this on Amazon and be done. Yeah. But the whole thing was that I was trying to get it to what I thought was supposed to be perfect. I wanted the label to be printed on the bottle and all these things, but you know, another thing that added us that made me want to go around it and coaxed her to essentially go against what she was feeling was that and this is something i know all of you are going to resonate with we, we we put so much effort into it right because we we took it only took us what a few days to put together a nice looking website um had yeah. all the designs we put all the manual labor into typing it like we, we literally pulled all-nighters we'd stay up we wouldn't go to sleep till like six o'clock in the morning seven o'clock in the morning because we were just so passionate about it like we were not getting tired i'd be working on the getting the pictures right and making the outline look good or like typing up some stuff and she'd be doing the same thing getting the colors right like we kept figuring it out and we were so dedicated but and so when it came time that and we had already started selling the oils like our first indicator that we weren't supposed to do it is that the merchants that we were using weren't letting us use them or they froze the accounts yep. and we weren't allowed to get the money and we were like, shit, like that money was going to be used to make more oil. So like we had to figure out a way to get people their money back, refund it. And it, that was just a headache. And we kept pushing. So we started selling it outside of any merchant, like going through Zelle and um, Which Cash ended up App. getting our, our uh, PayPal shut down. Well, yeah, we did PayPal because people, we didn't understand like the words and like you can't, you can't just have that because uh, it was like a CBD and they weren't CBD friendly at the moment. So like, of course they're going to shut it down. Um, so we, that got shut down, but we were, we had put so much effort. Like you're, I'm talking about like weeks straight, almost over a month. And it's not like, Oh, you know, two hours here. Like, I mean like every day for a month for like six, seven hours a day, eight, like it was literally like no, a job. Some days we were doing 17 hour days Yeah, from and the time we woke up to the time we went to sleep. The only break we'd have was to eat. So the point is, is that we, put in all this hard manual labor work and I didn't want to just throw it out 
and be like, well, God said no. And, and I'm just like, and I was like, no, it can't. Let's no. let it go. <laughs> we can't just let this go. We've designed the website. We got it all up. We have buyers. We have people that might want to, we have, we have our friend that's really good at marketing who was able to push this if he got it. And he's like, this would sell. Like we had it all figured out. Like we had it all going. And I'm just, and once we sent that money after she had already said no and it didn't work, I had to, I got so upset especially when they froze it. I was so upset because I was like, he had to go sit in the room by himself for a little bit. I did. I had to go sit by myself, be alone because I was so triggered. I just couldn't face God standing triggered in front the of, fuck out of you. Yeah. Cause I had my ex, I had expectations and this is why we say you don't have expectations because you get emotional responses every single time, especially if it's, if you get let down. So the, the reason I say that is, you guys are all in something right now. You're probably doing something and everything is saying you can't do it. No, stop. It's just resistant. It's God's way of saying stop. But you, because of how stubborn you are and because of the, I put a lot of work into this. I have years into it. I'm, I'm already, I'm way too deep. I'm, I'm in You're way too deep. You're never too deep. Never. You don't do it because you don't want to do it. And I can promise you and from experience that the longer you, you you hold on to this thing that's not supposed to be yours and the evidence is clear no matter how many years, months or whatever that you put into it, it will stress you out. It will deteriorate you. You will lose friends and family. I mean, it's okay. But everything around you is going to start collapsing and it's going to hurt internally. You're only making the suffering worse and you're making it harder to rip away every single time so i could tell you right now for whoever needs to hear this stop let go i'm telling you it, even though it's gonna hurt at first that you have to give it up in the long haul you're gonna thank yourself for making the decision you will thank you i'm so happy we didn't go down the oil route now like looking back at everything i'm happy we didn't go down the, the oil route we're in the forex we're doing something now, but like, I, I don't even feel called. You know what I mean? It's not something I'm passionate about anymore. There's, there's things that we're, that we've done over the, the, the years as we've traveled across the country and over and, and ended in Puerto Rico, where we thought this was it. We, we almost launched this oil in a company. We're supposed to make one to $2 million or two to $3 million a month. We were excited. It was going to launch hundreds of thousands of people were going to have it didn't happen because they wanted more profit margin, it, whatever it, it is, what it is. I had, we had to let go of it because if we, if we dwell on the things that could have been, you're holding on, you're, you're preventing God from giving you the things that are supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And it's only going to make it worse. So like the faster you let it go, the faster your next blessing will come and you will see how, You'll, you'll see when, when that blessing comes, you'll realize why you had to let it go, but you won't realize it until you let go. Yeah. Because there's time slots in your life, right? In your day-to-day -day reality, there's these time slots that God's filling. Yeah. And when you start filling those time slots with things that you think are supposed to be there, there's no time for what God is asking you to do. Nope. You're distracted. It, there's no place for it. So the only thing that we even remotely feel called to do right now is what we're doing right this second. Chilling. This is it. This is our rest. We look at this as people look at us and be like, what do you guys do all day? 
like how do you, you guys like aren't you bored and it's like no like we're not really bored because we we understand we are in a loading phase right if you've ever seen we always say this in the on our class but in the matrix in the very first matrix when neo gets plugged back in to go into the matrix but as a awakened person they go into what's called the loading room there's a and you go to the movie if, if you don't know what i'm talking about and the whole room is white and in that room they can load anything from weapons to anything physical to you want to learn martial arts boop you just download it right there you're in a waiting room to go to the next phase of whatever you're in right now we're in that waiting room so whatever we're doing here it's prepping us for the next stage if I'm supposed to be doing a specific workout, if I'm supposed to be eating a certain food, if I'm supposed to be focused on a certain thing, if we're supposed to be putting out content, look, whatever it is, we're, we're doing it because whatever we're going to do, even though we don't know what it is at the moment, we will know when we get to the next phase that everything that we were doing before perfectly prepped, prepped us, was prepping us <laughs> for the next thing. And that's the part that really gets people too, is because, a lot of people come to us and they have this fear of the unknown, the, the fear of not knowing what to do. And that's, that's the part. Like, and they get stuck. You're not supposed they get stuck to know. thinking they're supposed to be in the future already, instead of being in the now, now prepping for the future moments. Yep. You're not supposed to know what you're supposed to be doing. I mean, you can know the overall mission, but the little finite details, you're sometimes you're just not going to know when you're doing it because if you were to know when you're doing it, you would kind of sabotage yourself because you'd already know it's you'd already know what's coming and you try to get ahead. You try to, well, I, I know I know I got to do this. So I'm going to beat the curve. I'm going to go faster. You want to go at your speed and your speed doesn't matter. God's speed's the only thing that matters. And that requires patience. Sometimes it goes faster than you had hoped. Sometimes it goes slower than you had hoped. But at the end of the day, no matter what you expect, it doesn't matter. You have to let go of having that, that time that you think that you have to put towards something else away. Like just focus on what you're doing. Trust that what you're doing, if you understand how alignment works and you understand that you're, you're doing things that are amplifying to your vessel and you're growing the things that you need to grow inside you and outside you, that it's all working in favor towards your next mission. If, if you guys knew too what was coming, then Satan's demons would also know. Mm -hmm. This is how they keep, this is how God keeps them in the dark. If everybody knew what they were supposed to do, then everybody would be sabotaged every single time because the demons would know. Yeah. If you, if God shows you way beforehand what you're supposed to be doing, that's why he works in the last hour. That's why this is called the last hour. Everything that involves God is the last hour, the last second. Like, when you least expect it, because when he moves you at that time, then Satan can't send his minions out in front of you to sabotage, manipulate, and torment you through whatever it is. He can't do anything. You're always 12 steps ahead of his minions it's at a, all times. It's a thing where by you living in that state of just knowing it all comes in the last hour, you will constantly have god's shield over you like you will not be able to be touched there's a thing that that they make fun of this this we call it a superpower but if you ever seen deadpool the second one 
where he recruits like a little army. Spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen Deadpool 2. There's a girl who comes in to apply for his team and she's like, and they're asking, what's your superpower? And she's like, I'm really lucky. And he's just, no, 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 no. Seriously, like, what, what's your superpower? She's like, that is my superpower. I, I'm like really lucky. And throughout the movie, literally protect it by like you've ever if you've ever seen final destination literally on all, <laughs> final destination the movie is like the it's death trying to kill them and they all keep avoiding it until it kills every single one of them like her superpower is avoiding death and always protect it by this unknown force no matter what decision she makes it's perfect timing she lands perfectly on her feet like right outside of a tumbling vehicle she doesn't get touched and everything else explodes around her she is falling from the sky has no parachute doesn't know what to do um she she hits a, a hot air balloon or something that catches her fall like every single time her superpower is Faith. She will always be Her okay. Her superpower is faith. It's the physical <laughs> manifestation. Go watch that. Go watch it. Go watch Deadpool 2 if you have the stomach or the, the, the if you're able to hear the words and see how she operates because that's exactly what happens when you put your faith into not knowing what's going to happen but knowing that God's taking care of you no matter what. It's a shield. It's a literal protective shield and nothing outside of that shield can penetrate it unless you allow it to by sabotaging the top God's timing <laughs> by putting your will in front of his, your desires, your wants, you sabotage it. And then something can hurt you. But if you have complete faith, you're going to be, you're going to walk right through like you, that who knows one of you right now could be sitting with an important world leader by simply in the next month. That's how fast it could happen. When you get into alignment, things happen super fast. That's how it, and it's, people would say, I don't even know how to tell you this. I don't even know where to start. Like your life literally becomes a movie because of how crazy it sounds to the outside person, to the person outside looking in at your life. What are you doing? You're a magician. Like, no, you're it's just, just I can't believe it. You're, I can't believe you. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're insane. Like it doesn't, that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make logical sense. God doesn't, it's not supposed to make logical sense. Nope. You're I mean, living it, the best story ever written. Like, it's logically why would you illogical. Want it? Yeah. Why would you want to, if you sit down to watch a movie, you want it to be well, back in the day, a blockbuster hit, right? You want it to be this amazing movie that kept you on the edge of your seat at all times. Why would you want to live any less than that? Because that's what you're doing. Your life is that movie. Yeah. That's the, the biggest show on the biggest stage called Earth, written and produced by God. And you are one of the main characters in it. And you're yeah. just like, yeah, I don't care about it. I'll go watch this fake idol over here, have an amazing fake story <laughs> while I sit and, and be tricked by Satan's minions to live in this matrix and do the same repetitive shit day in and day out and do nothing with myself and follow God nowhere. But, you know, I'm going to imprison myself so that I can watch someone else do what I sit and daydream of doing it. I could actually do if I would just lay all the shit down that is holding me back and go with God. There's a, there's a guy on uh, Instagram that we follow. His name is Jeremy Lynch. And he's a, you, you know, I'm, I don't know if you saw the video, but he's a content creator. He's a professional soccer player, content creator. He's hilarious. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the videos was him explaining 
it's like a good guy being shot at in movies and there's like 10 different bad guys shooting at the one guy and he's running not getting hit by bullets completely dodging them all like everything is good and then it switches to the bad guy's perspective and all the good guy does after being shot at by millions of bullets he takes one shot boom and kills them all every single time one shot and you're just like what (laughs) like (laughs) you were just out running a gatling gun that has a thousand rounds in it and you didn't get touched but you come out one second all the bullets are still flying shoot once and you shoot them in the head like done like god is the filmmaker in that scenario where you're the main character all these bullets flying at you but because you got faith in him like you're dodging everything yeah you ain't gonna get touched and when you take your shot boom it's a perfect hit same with alignment it's that it's like that type of thing it's why good guys if the good guy in the movies got shot immediately what's the point of the movie you wouldn't watch the movie because the main character dies instantaneously like nobody would watch that you're watching a series of how they consistently keep dodging the negativity or they consistently keep the things alive especially in the action ones but you know what i'm saying i was gonna go somewhere with alignment but i forgot sorry it's okay but god is the filmmaker and you're just a part in his movie. You're the main character. And when you put your faith in him, ain't nothing's going to touch you. You're literally untouchable. You you get a superpower. And they make they, they put that in movies. They put it in your face, but nobody wants to trust it. Because here's the thing. There's, two, there's a, a quantum aspect to this. Two entities and, or emotions or feelings, whatever, cannot be present in the exact same moment or body or space. So like a physical example would be my body cannot be exactly where her body is in the same seat, in the same way she's sitting. My molecules will not. I mean, I I constantly want to crawl up inside yours. And yeah, well, it's a different story. (laughs) (laughs) The point is my molecules, my cells, the quantum aspect cannot mix in the exact position that they're at. It's just not possible. That same aspect goes for faith and fear. All of you talk about how you have faith. I have faith in God. I have faith that it's going to work. And you preach about it. You tell your friends, your family, your followers, I have faith. It's all going to work out. And then when you have that time alone by yourself and no one's there, there you start doubting. You fear the worst outcome. You fear this could go wrong. And I'm telling you right now, that overtakes faith it cannot you can't have faith and fear something at the exact same time no you You either 100 believe and trust it or you 100 doubt it and fear you cannot have if you look this is what i wrote earlier today on my facebook is you can't have fear and doubt you can't kind of have doubt when you say you're walking in faith because no matter which one you choose, not even a mustard seed size of doubt, you can't have it because it's going, like you said, it's going to overtake it. You're going all in. You're throwing all the chips on the table in, in either direction, whether you recognize it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, that's what's happening. That's the truth of the matter. Yep. So and it's a hard thing to come to terms with, but. This is why we say the, your mind is the first one to screw you. You have to learn to discipline yourself. 
Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. I'm not asking you to be, no one's asking you to be perfect. No one's going to have to say, just instantly believe it's going to be a faith because that takes discipline. That takes habitual timing and watching you play out. Like we're sitting here telling you guys of our experience and how simple it is. But when you first go into it, it's not believable. You can't, you can't truly understand or see our perspective. It's, it's not simple when you first go in because your Looking first out, nature is to go into your fear instead of yeah. your faith. It's not until you Live step it. out into the unknown and you go, you let go of the fear and go, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to fear this, this choice. I'm just going to see what happens. Yeah. I'm just going to observe how it reacts to me. I'm going to let it go and see how it goes. And after so many times of doing that, you're going to finally have a firsthand nature of going towards your faith instead of your fear. Because if you you know at that point, you've seen it happen so many times yeah, that it's taken care of, that if you choose your faith, that it's not going to work out for you and you're going to suffer it. But if you, or if you choose your fear, I mean, yeah. but if you choose your faith, it's going to work out for you and you don't have to put any effort towards it. You just have to observe it and let, and get out of its way. That's the biggest part, like surrender. Yeah. We were watching someone talk about surrender and they were saying surrendering means that you have to write down your goals and then you have to work for them. That doesn't make sense. That is not surrendering. In surrendering, there are no dreams. There are no goals. There are no written plans. There are no any of it. None of it exists in surrendering. Surrendering means you have full trust in God, your creator, that every single thing you need at the time you need it and the place you need it with the people you need it is going to be there ready for you to use and take action with. Yep. This is not a lifestyle or a path that you can just decide to be on. You this can is, decide no, to no, be I'm on saying it. You can decide, but you cannot truly understand it or overstand it until you do it. That's it. There is no, so let me study this and go watch every documentary no, possible of how to do it. Um, God didn't leave the ability <laughs> for you to go be a researcher and study this. We are, I'm not going to lie, we are the documentary telling you how to do it, <laughs> but it's not something that you can just hear us say and then just know how to do it because the test comes when you're in it. Yep. That's the test. That's where you see for yourself how it works. That's the only way you're going to know. That's the best way. Like, I mean, in life in general, if you want to learn how to go do something, you got to go actually do it. You can't study and sit there. How to, oh, I'm going to go look up a how to skydive. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've, I, you know, I've read about 10 years worth of paperwork. I think I know how to skydive. <laughs> Bullshit. You don't know how to skydive because you've never physically done it. It's not what you know in your brain. You have to know just only it's muscle your brain. memory. It's muscle. You have to know how to work your body, how to fly, how to pull like the right thing. Like, you can't know what to do or you don't know how to experience it or you won't know how to trust it until you're in the moment. And you have to quit worrying about failure because you have to make these choices and let yourself see the outcome. You got to see the consequence of it. You're not going to die. That's how the muscle memory gets uh, in place because you're going to go, I remember this, like we were talking about earlier. I remember all those times that I made that wrong decision. And then when it came back to me to test me again, I identified it. I remembered it, but I went against myself to let him see for himself. But that's the thing. You will start to have that muscle memory of those patterns that come up in those events and circumstances that you went through. And you're going to be like, okay, 
I get this. I've been through this. I'm not going down that road anymore. And that's going to help you decipher, and, discern between your faith and your fear and the choice that you're making. And it's also going to make it simple to, to call out people. Like you'll know exactly who has and who has not done this. <laughs> this isn't like, a, this isn't something that people can read on. Like I was saying, like, you immediately know when somebody else has taken the leap because you, you don't have to explain yourself. They just know. And <laughs> you immediately know when someone hasn't because the moment they open their mouth and they they vomit all this abyss, illusion, nonsense, you're like, you literally have no idea what you're talking about. You're literally disconnected from reality yeah, right now. We could tell people our stories and the things that we've gone through, and most people would probably say, you're, you're, guys, you're insane. Like, no, I don't believe that. I don't. I don't know how that would work. And they would say, oh, to, to make nice gesture. Oh, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. No, in their that, mind, they're like, nope, nope, never, never going to happen. That doesn't work. I don't know how that happens. Like, because they have not done it themselves. And if nobody has done something themselves, if they haven't taken this leap themselves, they will never, ever, ever be able to fully understand you. They won't. And that's why this is such a narrow path. Because once you take that leap, there is no going back. Once you see how it plays out, you're a changed person forever. Literally, you believe in God when you take that leap. You have faith. It's not something you can just do once. And then, I mean, yeah, you could lose it by eventually falling back into fear. But when you see and feel and experience how it operates, that's a feeling you can't really ever forget. You can't forget it. You might go against it sometimes and you might do things opposite of it, but I'm going to tell you, even somebody that avoids it for 20 years after doing it can still recall the memories of them taking the leap and how everything played out. That's why, like, over the last few years, I remember everything to a T. I remember the last three years exactly. It can play out the whole thing. You give me time to sit down and, like, explain the story. I could tell you what we did, where we went, how it all happened, because the entire time the experience was a leap. You remember it. You don't really remember things when you try to fear yourself into doing it. When you think about planning it or think how that you can't remember something that just doesn't really get you excited or doesn't get you, keep you focused or alert. That was just an illusion of your mind. That's most of what these things are. And the things that you do remember when you do write down these plans and you go to try to execute them and they don't work out, you remember it not working out. You remember all the resistance you, you experienced. You remember all the things that went wrong. You remember all the stress that came with it. And you're like, absolutely not, not going down that road again. That's where I get whenever we are up against something or going through a test and yeah. the test, they get fun when you start to be able to identify when you're in it, because you know, at first you're like, all right, what's happening? What's going huh. on? And then all of a sudden it, it reveals itself and you catch it. You're like, ah, oh, I see you. I know exactly what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's definitely something that you all have to do this. If you're watching this video on YouTube, you're one of our followers or subscribers. I encourage you all to take that leap. And by the way, you're not a follower. We don't need followers. followers. You're just people that are seeking clarity. That's it. We don't I need say, followers. No, I say followers because that's what they, the social uh, yeah, media terms what, are. So bleh, like, bleh, bleh. Yeah. The people that watch our content, whatever. You guys take the leap. Like, what's the worst thing that happens? 
What's the worst thing that happens? You learn. Like, that's it. You learn a lesson. That's the worst thing that happens. And the more that you learn, the more solid you become and the higher you rise in heaven. You learn when you take the leaps what not to do. We all know that. For example, the Edison quote, even though Edison's a complete fraud and nobody should ever look up to that man because he stole ideas and patented them as his own. The, con- the, the quote goes, to, uh, Edison didn't find 10,000 ways to make a light bulb, but he, he found 10,000 ways how not to make a light bulb. Mm-hmm. It's in the process that you learn. And in, in taking that leap, you will sight, you will discern through which ways not to go and which ways to go because you'll feel the call. You'll feel that it's all about getting fine tuning yourself, feeling out the intuition that God's giving you to, to, to make the right choice because sometimes he does make it obvious. Like there are oper- th- things that come to your face and it's just like people call it a coincidence. Like what, what? That's just crazy alignment. Like, and they, it's right in your face, but sometimes it's also not obvious. And it's just, you have to trust your intuition that, okay, are you going to go left? Are you going to go right? And you have to know based off of your previous experiences and what your intuition is telling you, which way to go and then take it and then see what happens. This is how you fine tune yourself. You fine tune your intuition. It's not something you just automatically, I mean, we, we do come from a place where that was something that we had knowing that we're born with it, but we get so distracted with the world that we've, we doubt ourselves so easily. It's the first thing we do. So you have to figure out how to fine tune that intuition so that you can go and make that choice. And then no matter what happens, you learn. You you can make the right choice and experience alignment or you make the wrong choice, experience a temporary setback for you to get another chance to make the right choice the next time. Yeah, don't look at it as a failure. Don't get caught up in how it didn't go, how you... Um, wanted it to go. Yeah, I just got a text message from someone we've been waiting to hear from. Really? <laughs> yeah. The one. Yeah. Dude, I was thinking it was gonna happen during this fucking oh, way. Is it good? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's good. Like really good. <laughs> really good. Oh god, talk dirty to me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I've been sitting on my phone looking for a response, and damn, avoided the group chat. No, didn't even see it. Wow. <laughs> that anyway, explains a lot. Yeah, it does. Okay, so, oh, where was I at? Oh, your intuition, your your gut instinct. I'm excited now. That's that's what uh is going to help you guide yourself as well. Like, it, it registers the see? decisions that you've made, and your gut is going to, it's like, I call it an internal GPS, because you know when you're going down the wrong path you feel that shit it, it sometimes you can feel it so much that your stomach starts to hurt like you just feel this gut-wrenching feeling or or you get jittery or you just feel this fear that's just or impending doom coming over you because you your soul knew you took the wrong path it knew it Cause you instantly regret it. It's just like, a, but oh. yeah. And that's in your subconscious <laughs> is like, yep, that was it. That was the wrong place. And your conscious is like, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to test it out anyway. I'm going to keep going down this path. Cause I, and your ego is like, don't be wrong. 
Don't be wrong. <laughs> Haven't you gotten that feeling from like when I was a fuck boy and going around and you were doing your thing, like after sleeping with the wrong person, you're just like, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what have I done? Uh-huh. You fell. You were distracted with with toxins that corrupted your your conscious. Your desires were in the front forefront, not your soul. Mm-hmm. Your demons were there. And then you don't feel it until that urge that you get is gone. And you're just like sitting there because now you have nothing. You just have your thoughts and you're just kind of just now you're present. You're like, what did I just do? What did I <laughs> Who do? Who did I just do? <laughs> Who did I just do? What if, where, what happened? What's going on? Like, What is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. How, and I know this for a fact. Like if you ever went out and you're partying, you 100% have gone through that. Especially if you went to a college and you party your family. You, you woke I know up with one of those girls that had fake teeth and. <laughs> dude. There are great dude makeup. I'm sorry. That is that is like the biggest filter uh, in the whole world. There's no but this is the problem with going with your flesh. You're so easily fooled. Yeah. You're a fool walking in the flesh. You they are that at, stupid being that I was telling you I am in the flesh. That's why I don't follow my flesh anymore. Cause I've had many of those moments where I would I'd have that urge and then I would just be like, I gotta take care of it right now. And I didn't care. I had no care in the world about who it was with. I just needed to get it over with. And after I was done, I was like, (laughs) what is wrong with me? So hopefully if you've if you've never experienced that, don't, you know, kudos to you. (laughs) I'm super proud of you. If you have experienced that and you know exactly what we're talking about. Don't be that person. But this is a a good way for you to be able to discern your flesh from your soul. Yeah. Pleasing your flesh versus pleasing your soul. And this is also a way for you to know if you made the right decision or the wrong decision, depending on what it is. Like, take that feeling you get, and you know it's the exact exact same feeling. If you please your flesh or you you please your soul, you're going to feel whole afterwards. You're not gonna feel like what did I just do? You're not yeah, gonna. No you're not instant gonna, regret. No, none whatsoever. You're gonna feel amplified. You're gonna feel like fuck yes, that was really good for me. Like you're gonna feel like, even though yeah, it was really good for you. You don't know what's coming after that. You just know. You know you did the right thing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I know I said that right. We all know it's coming. <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's the, we all know the feeling of what is about to come forth. <laughs> is, Pun intended. I don't know how to say this, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> how do I say this without saying this? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. You don't know what's about to happen next. You just know. <laughs> you had to stop yourself. That's yeah. You're not going to, you don't know what's going to happen next, but you trust it's going to work out. You trust that whatever is going to happen, it's going to be perfect the way it's meant to be. And you trust. Like, it's just, again, a feeling you can't understand until you're in it. Yeah, that's, you have to be that stupid idiot making that stupid choice to know what it feels like when you make the right one. Like when you make that dumb choice, you're like, okay, I know what that feels like. When you finally make a right choice, you're like, 
Oh, okay. I know what that feels like. That feels way better than that did. <laughs> so you can finally discern between the two. Discernment is simply just being able to decipher one from the other. So, um, I was we totally say, had something we were going to go into communication with self and we just went, well, this is essentially like everything we imagine us as your conscious right now. Like we are just, we're, we're the, the thoughts inside your head that people usually have when they're going through situations. The point that we were trying to get into about this whole, this specific episode was like you just said, the conversations that you're having with yourself when you're making these choices. And between every choice, you have the angel on one side, you have the devil on the other. And one's filling your head with uh, with lies and fear and, and doubt. The other one's filling it with, with trust, faith, and abundance, like or whatever other happy emotion you want to come up with, a God's emotion, if you want to come up with it. But you have these decisions and you have to, understand these feelings that you have and these the intuition that you have you have to go through all your prior experiences you have to everything that's accumulating in your life up to that very moment that you make a choice you have to use all that as data not sit there I'm not saying sit there for an hour to make a simple choice but there are things that pop up that may take a little bit of time. You have to sit on and kind of, you know, contemplate it, but yeah, opportunities most, are going to come at your feet all the time that you yeah. need to be patient with and let it lay out so it can reveal itself to you instead of you just jumping straight at it because it's an opportunity. But some, there's going to be times too, when immediately when something has popped up in your face, you're just going to know. Yes. Or no. Well, once you get the, like, once you can discern between heaven and hell and the vibration and how it feels, yeah. you're going to instantly know which one is coming at you when it does come. That's what you're talking about is so, that you'll instantly be able to say absolutely. Yes. That's going to keep me in heaven or absolutely. No, that's going to take me to hell. Yeah. It becomes, it's an algorithm. It's, it's a math equation. When you hear somebody give you something or ask you something or that wants to do this or that, like, you know what the end outcome is going to be the moment you hear it being played out. Like you, it's that vision you play in your head, that little movie of whatever they're saying, playing out in your mind, you, you run the tests in your head and then you spit out the information of no, or yes, it's not going to work. And it happens so fast that you don't have to go there and have it like literally like a show where essentially like in that episode of the flash, we watched the flash too. I like the quantum physics behind it. The aspect of how they go into certain things is really cool. And uh, he gets this, they, they create an artificial speed force because the, the normal one got depleted. Which would be the abyss. The abyss, right? They he show created, it to you in your face. He gets the artificial speed force, but doesn't put emotion behind it. And what happens is when he gets his speed back, he also gets this super thinking. And this super thinking allows him to play out like literally a thousand but different that part's tests. not bad. No, that no. part's not bad. No, that's I'm, that's what they took. They're trying to uh, blur the lines between yeah, well, the, the truth right and, and the right. lie here. But he gets the ability, and the, yeah, I wasn't going to go down that it's bad. He gets the ability to be able to. They're trying to figure out the, the what this bad guy's going or what the issue is of why they can't do a certain thing in the show. And instead of taking the whole show to figure it out and be like, oh, we did it as a team, guys. Yeah. Barry, Barry Allen, the main character, automatically did it in his head a thousand times, knows all the equation, knows all the end results of the test. He literally saw the a thousand different futures instantaneously. 
And the problem that they put in the show and what the, they're, they're trying to blur the lines with is they took away his emotion mm-hmm. so that he wasn't making choices based off what was uh, what felt right or what emotional, was more righteous. No, he wasn't making them off of emotional instability yeah. and truth. It and was the truth make, of what it He what was making doing. the choice off of statistics and the facts, but he wasn't seeing behind the, the, the veil. Like he wasn't putting like... No, righteousness he, in front of he, it like no, what's no, no. right he, he was just picking what what made sense statistically it wasn't picking what what was right in general like statistically it's good to go into marketing because it's got business and you can make this amount of money with this but righteously it's not because you're manipulating people you know what i mean like yeah there's aspects to that and he was making it in statistic choices versus what were righteous choices sometimes and it was affecting his friendship yeah and they were trying to make the ability to process yourself and everything around you at that speed a bad thing so it's it's not so when you're going through these choices and you're fine-tuning yourself you will get to that uh, that place maybe not as fast as barry allen at the moment but you will get to a place where the moment somebody brings something to your attention, it's a choice. It's an, it's an opportunity. You're, you're going to know how it all plays out because it's literally an algorithm. You can predict the future. I'm not going to do, you might not know what the exact future is going to be. You don't know the, to the finite detail, what it's going to be, but you know, the emotion that's tied to it, you know, the, the feeling that you're going to get if you go down it. And that's all you need to know. You don't need to know the little details. You just need to know if I go down this path, is this going to stress me out and drain me? Or is this going to amplify me and make me want to and, and do things that are going to amplify me? If, you know what I mean? That's it. That's all you got to look at. That's the only equation you got to see. And as you progress, you'll eventually be able to predict it to a T because you would have seen it so many times and eventually it just becomes that predictable. But again, this is something you cannot get good at until you take the leaps, until you t- test yourself. And the only way to test yourself is to make the choices. Feel which way you want to go and then see also what God's doing in between because he is in everything. Even if you make the wrong choice, he is there trying to get you out of the wrong choice. If you make the right choice, he's only giving you more breadcrumbs to follow until you get to the whole piece of bread that's being see, left. See, Satan's part in this is he has authority to do that which you allow him to do to you per your choices. Yep. If you step out of alignment with God off the narrow path, then Satan has full authority to Sweet do whatever he wants to in consequence to you. Because yep, <laughs> if your free will choice you chose to go against God's will. And that's all that matters. That's all they look at. They don't look at, well, he made this choice because his family. Yeah, none of that matters. They don't look irrelevant. They don't care. They're looking at, he's not following God. Time to mess with them. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the simple equation. You got, it's the emotion. It's the feeling. It's the vibration. That's the word. The universe, God is energy, frequency, and vibration. That's it. (laughs) <laughs> nothing no words no scenarios no justification outside of it if it ain't those three they're not looking at that they're not going to look at anything else no matter what excuse you got if you go off of god's if you deter from god's will and trust in faith you're in satan's realm and he will do anything he wants to you per your allowment per per your what choice you allow per to, your to, free will that's it you can choose to say no to it, but that requires you to let go of what Satan has given you. 
That's because the- when you get into Satan's realm, he will give you things to make you want to stay. Mm-hmm. He'll tempt you. Here's this convenience. Here's this house. Here's this car. Here's this girl. Here's this guy. Here's these clothes. Here's this uh, uh, fashion. Here's this attention. Here's all of these things. Give you, you can have everything you want. you want. You can keep this all. Just stay here. Stay here in hell. You can have it. Just yeah. don't trust that guy. You might because if you go that way, I'm gonna take everything. Yep. And God's gonna be like, "Let you can sorry, but you can't take that stuff where we're at." Yeah, you can't have it. Here. You can't have it here. <laughs> it doesn't work here. We have rules. We have divine law. And, and I got so much divine. more planned for you, but yeah. you're limiting yourself. <laughs> Does this make sense to you guys? I mean, I don't know who's who's been listening in. We have a few dedicated people that watch our content. If you're watching this. What do you guys like agree with this? Does this make sense? I don't even care if you agree. With I don't know. It. I don't, yeah, I don't care if they agree with it. But <laughs> does care. this make sense? Because God doesn't care if you agree with it. Yeah. This is how he it's works. Truth. It does not matter how you feel about it. Don't matter what you believe. There's a lie in the middle of believe anyway. And he Be doesn't liars. care how you feel about his truth. This is how it operates. We're simply here showing you the the mechanisms of God's operating system so that you can walk in alignment with it and no longer suffer yourself. Remove your pain and suffering and your bondage. And there's no sense in having it anymore when you know how to walk out of it. Yep. So stop getting in your head. Take a God's view of everything. Look at your life. Look at yourself. Look at your body like a game, like like you're playing a, a third person Even game. Even though it's not a game. No. Look at look at it's not literally a game, but like look at yourself from a perspective of how a game would view on a screen Mm -hmm. so that you can see everything, look at your surroundings, look what's on you, look what's in you. What do you have at your disposal? What are your assets? What liabilities do you have? Like look at everything about you so that you know everything about you. (laughs) Like that's the purpose of it is to know yourself more than anybody else. Because unfortunately there are people in this world that know somebody better than they know themselves because they watch their habits. And so many people are ignorant to their habits. They don't even know they're doing half the things that they're doing, but other people see it and they can make predictions and make statements and judgment calls based off that because actions speak louder than words. So stop doing things that you're not thinking consciously of doing, you know, catch yourself doing these things and observe, become an observer. Don't be a creator that these new agers or people that live in their truth are trying to get people to believe live in the observer take us take take the passenger seat let jesus take the wheel <laughs> not, not the, the jesus of nazareth but let god take the wheel let let christ let, yeah let god let but god. but the way that you let god is by letting go and operating in alignment with him when you do not stay in alignment with him you are literally holding him back. You're in his way. You are the obstacle at that point. You're the one that's standing in the way from allowing him to use your vessel and do the things that he needs to. You're an extension of him. Yep. That's it. Let him express himself through you. Yeah, you're just the, you're, I don't want to say you're, no, I'm not even going to say it. You're here to fulfill God's will. And that is the best thing in the world. It we're is. also here because we're, it's a, I mean, it's a massive test. It's purgatory. We have to learn certain things, but you are part of the divine. You are part of, of God. You get to fulfill his will through you. You get to bring heaven on earth if you allow it. 
Yeah. Like no other being in existence is allowed to do that. Like you guys have abilities that you don't even know that you have. And they won't awaken until you start to to walk with God. Until you do the internal work, until you get selfish for a minute. And I want to say bad because it's not bad to be selfish, but people use it in negative content. Yeah, you got to focus on yourself first because if you say say you're constantly allowing every your focus in every direction, right? There's a cup. It's not getting filled. You don't want to continuously take from this cup to give in every direction, bless you. You want to let that cup be overflowing and then the spillover, like they use an MLM, let that spillover just hit everybody you walk into. Yeah, like you can't save the world if you can't clean your own room, if you can't brush your own teeth, if you can't take care of your own shit. Cook your own food. Like, like people want to go outside of themselves and take care of everything else except them. Yeah. They want to give, 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 thing. give, give until they have no energy I'm left. And they're like, great person i have the best intentions in the world and i want to help people but but i don't know how to help my own fucking self they're doing (laughs) this and they're the ones that are at the doctors every week because they they're malnutritioned like they have not enough food in their system or they eat too much crap and they're constantly sick because they don't have time to think about themselves because they're pot they're always giving it to somebody else so they get a quick fix at a fast food joint because it's simple yeah. I can give me more time to help other people, but screw me. I don't, I don't care if I die or if I get sick. And if you don't even know how to take care of your own self, there's no possible way for you to ever be able to take care of someone else. If you don't know how to help yourself, you can't help somebody else. If you don't know how to be considerate to yourself, you can't be considerate to somebody else. You gotta, if you don't know how to love yourself. You can't love somebody else. I mean, it's simple, 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 simple. Love but- yourself the way you would try to love somebody else. Well, love your life, love yourself the same way. Like there's no difference. Like here's here's an example. Like when it comes to my relationship or our relationship with the kids or with anybody. With my children, I don't allow them to disrespect my dominion and my kingdom. Just like I don't allow myself to disrespect their dominion and their kingdom. It's total mutual respect in that way. There is no harm coming out of my mouth towards them. Thus, there is no harm coming out of their mouth towards me. I know how to love myself and I walk that example. So therefore, they naturally gravitate towards, well, that's what mom does. And I want to be like that. So I'm going to go love myself. I know how to nurture myself. I know how to give myself good food. And here we are with with Isaiah, the pickiest eater of all, who we never thought, not never thought, but we didn't know how long it was going to take for him to start making the choices to eat the good things. And now he's constantly talking about how he's eating better food and making better choices for himself and making choices to do things that are actually giving him life skills instead of consuming himself and his time into things that are making him mindless and making him out of the present moment. He's aware of these things and having these conversations but it's by recognizing that we respect ourselves. We respect our boundaries. We, we do all these things. Like even something as simple as he would say the same word over and over and over again. He'd say, guess what? Guess, guess what? what? Guess every, what? Every two sentences. And he's doing another word right, now. Or it's yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's like <laughs> making him aware of himself, not to be mean to him, but Hey, you're doing this. And by you doing it, it's affecting me. The way I- so so we make him aware of that and like um 
the thing now where he will talk and talk and talk. He doesn't and you know have when to, to literally stop. walk away for him to stop. And it's getting him to be aware of that because when he gets older, he's going to be talking to somebody and they're going to be like, this person doesn't ever shut up. You know, and people you've been are there. nice. And sometimes yeah. they're not going to tell you shut, shut up to your face. They're going to be like, and they're going to, they're going to listen to you yeah, <laughs> forever. So we, we try to prepare our children to be considerate of the things that they're doing, not just think about themselves, but how is what you're doing impacting everyone around you? Yeah. That's, that's them saving themselves. That's their salvation. They won't need somebody else to validate them. Like something as simple as they do something. I don't need to give them praise about what they do for them to think that they need praise from the rest of the world. They need to be proud of themselves. They need to praise themselves. They need to like something as simple as brushing their teeth. Don't brush your teeth because I said to brush your teeth. Brush your teeth because you love yourself and you want to take care of your teeth. You don't need me to say high five. Good job that you brushed your teeth. You need you to care about you. Just simple things like that. I think we've said enough today. Yeah. So if you guys like this video, I meant to start saying like, Please like, subscribe, check out our content. And guys, seriously, we get censored everywhere we go. Literally. So please share our content. They are they get us to where some of our videos, no one even sees them. They've they've completely gotten rid of all the people that check out. Like went from having like what's on our Instagram. It's not a big one, but like over 50, 60 people each post, each story to five or six. Overnight. It was it was more than that. It was at a hundred and something yeah, each story, and but then it's it just disappeared completely overnight. Not gradually, overnight went down to five or six. So. And not just that is we also don't get paid for any of this. We don't yeah. allow YouTube to monetize it. We don't allow Spotify or Anchor to monetize it. We're not here to market or manipulate you guys. So and we we rest solely on people helping us continue to keep this message going and donation based only the donation is in the description of this video if you have the ability and you know you have the ability be honest with yourself and help us keep going it only helps if you this, like, like if you know out. right if you know that this information you have sound mind and you know people need to know how to deal with their own self and go within themselves so they can heal so the whole entire earth heals and everything in it comes back into its origin, we need your help. Please donate to our cause. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. See you in the next one. All right.